Hello, and welcome to Living Word Ministry, where everyone is a winner. Join us as Pastor Charles Buachi rightly divides the word of truth. The promise of the word I received by faith. If we talk about faith, every promise that God has given to us in his word, the same way that he promised Abraham, that Abraham, your seed will be like the stars and the sand of the seashore. You know, that was a promise from God to Abraham. And Abraham received that promise. That promise came to pass in Abraham's life by faith. By Abraham walking with God by faith. By Abraham acting on what God has said by faith. Amen. And what is faith? How, you know, I, I said faith had components. Amen. Can you put those components on for me? The orange. I said faith is like, if we look at the orange, if you can find it. Um, and we gave we divided it into four, and we said the first one was what? The first one was what? So, hear, what do you hear? Hearing the word. What is the word? Hearing the promise of God. Are you with me? It's only today I said we won't see him. He'll be walking around. He'll be running around. And there we are. Well done, guy. I spoke that into existence. <laughs> hey, 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 don't panic. Leave the boy alone. <laughs> are we getting there? So, the first one is hearing. What are, what are you hearing? You are hearing... The word. What is the word? The word is the promises of God. Amen. So, there it is said that faith begins. Can you help me to finish it? Faith begins. Faith begins when the will of God is known. Amen. And what is the will of God? The will of God is the word of God. So if you don't have the word of God, you cannot have faith. Or your faith, you can't have anything to stand on. Amen. So faith begins when the will of God is known, which is the word of God. And so when we say the first component of faith is hearing, we are saying that you hear God speaks to you through the word. Amen? See, God spoke to Abraham. 
God's word to Abraham was a promise. Amen? What is God saying to you? He said, well, he hasn't said anything to me. Well, he has promised you that you will be the head and not the tail. He has promised you that his plans for your life is to do you good and not harm. Amen? He has promised you salvation. I mean, he's given it to you. He's given it to you. I'm so tempted. <laughs> I am so, so, so tempted. Let's put our hands together for shames. Your trousers is coming loose. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So, are we struggling to get this thing on? When we hear, the, when we hear from God, then we begin to exercise our faith. We said Abraham received the promise of God by faith and act, acted on it. You see, for you to be able, for your faith, faith is like electricity. Faith is like electricity. Its power is available. Are you with me? But you need to do something in order for the power to, in order for you to see the power or in order for you to, the power to work for you. Amen? You know, I'm just going to do something. So we switch off the light. There is still electricity available, but unless you switch on the light, the electricity is meaningless or is not valuable to you. That's how faith is. Faith is something that you need and switching it on is acting. The hearing, when you hear what God is saying to you, you need to not fold it and put it under your pillow. Or back in the old days in, in, in Ghana, I saw many people do this, or I heard people do it. You know, they put the Bible under their pillow and sleep on it. That's God will protect them. It, well, that's where your faith is. Maybe it works. But yeah, I mean, the word. But, but, but the word, you see, you're supposed to put the word in you. Are you with me? But they, you know, the level of your faith, wherever, whatever you believe, God will come down and, and, and help you in time of need, you know. So maybe people have done that and it's worked for them. God showed up, protected them. But the word, you need to say it. 
you need to speak the word. Are you with me? You need to speak the word. Faith, one of the components of faith is for you not only hear, but also say it. Say it out loud. What you're doing is when you're saying you're registering in your spirit, and then you believe what you're saying and act on it, that is the switch of faith, the switch twitching on electricity, then you see faith works. There are two kinds of faith. We've talked about that. Um, heart, um, head faith, which is physical, in the physical realm. And then we talked about heart faith, um, which is the faith that is in the spirit. I just want us to look at um, an Old Testament something here. You know, in, 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 your, in your life, we believe that when we die, what happens to us? Amen? We as believers, when we die, what happens to us? We go to heaven. Many of us believe. I don't know. Maybe you don't believe. But, you know... When you are a believer and you die, you go to heaven. You better believe that. That is the whole purpose of you being, you know, accepting Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. Being saved. When you die, you go to heaven. But if I was to ask you, how that, where is heaven? How does heaven look like? What is the road? How many miles per hour do we have fly to heaven? If I was to ask you anything about heaven, you really can't answer it. Can you? Pa pa pardon? Yes. Yeah, but we have not seen it. We don't know how it looks like. The, my point is, we only believe that there is heaven. Are you with me? We only believe that there is heaven. Um, that kind of belief, because you have not seen it, because you, you cannot know how it is, and, 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 and you just don't have any idea about how heaven looks like, Yes, the Bible gives us a glimpse, and people have died and, 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 and given us so many. But in, if we're actually saying person to person, you don't know. You just believe because the Bible says so. Are you with me? And that is the heart faith. That's the faith that we're talking about. You believe because the Bible says so. Um, I want us to look at a, a scripture, Numbers, Numbers, um, I believe it's Numbers 13. Um, numbers 13. You see, The story of 
the Israelites, when Moses took them from Pharaoh and they crossed the Red Sea, and then God told Moses, send 12 spies to go and spy the land that I have given you. God said, go, send them to go and spy the land that I have given you. I have already given to them. The 12 spies went. When they returned, this is their report. And they returned from spying out the land after 40 days. So it, it was quite a journey. And they departed, sorry, Numbers 13, I'll read it from verse 25. And they returned from, the, from spying the land after 40 days. Now they departed and came back to, Mo, to Moses and Aaron and all the congregation of the children of Israel in the wilderness of Paran and uh, at Kadesh. They brought back word to them and to all the congregation and sh showed them the fruit of the land. In other words, they actually got there. Then they've looked at the land and then they, they told and they told the people and said, we went to the land where, they, where you sent us. It is truly flowing with milk and honey, and this is its fruits. 28. Nevertheless, the people who dwell in the land are strong. The, the cities are fortified and very large. Moreover, it, uh, we saw the descendants of Anak. Anak there. The Amalekites dwells in the land of the south. The Hittites, the Jebusites, and the Amorites dwell in, dwell in the mountains. And the Canaanites dwell by the sea and along the bank of the Jordan. So verse 30. Then Caleb quickly... Uh, then Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and take possession, or, um, for we are well able to overtake it. Now, this story is very interesting. Twelve people go and spy a land, and they come back with a report. If you read all through the account of the chapter 14, you see, they come back with a report. They say, 10 of them say, look, this is just a bit too much for us. The Amalekites, the Jebusite, the, the, and then he says the Anak, which, sorry? Yeah, descendant of Anak. The descendant of Anak are the giants. Yeah, they are really huge, huge, huge people. He says, they are there. So because of these people that are there, as much as the land is very fruitful 
and it's like filled with milk and honey of all that we need, we can't go and take that land. We can't go and take that land. I want you to, when you go home, read chapter 13 and 14. St study it and you understand something. It, did, it didn't make any difference what God has said to the Israelites at the time. What made a difference is what they saw. There were 12 people, 10 saw something different. The other two saw something completely different from what they had, the 10 saw. Why? Because the other two did not see the awesomeness of the physical people that they were going to face. But they saw the awesomeness of their God. Joshua and Caleb said, he, he, he says, he quietened them up and said, come on now. Let's, let's just go and take the land. We are more, we are well able to take the land. The other says, 10 says, come on now. There are giants there. This is the same situation. They went the same people. They were there at the same time. They all saw the same thing. Ten people see, say say that it is impossible. The other two says it's possible. The difference is this one believe the promise of God. The promise was for all the twelve. But the ten has backed out of it and are looking in the natural. See, faith will not work if you look in the natural. And in looking in the natural, in, you know, let me just even reframe that. Faith will not work if you look in the natural. It's a wrong way of me saying it. You know, there is no faith if you're looking in the natural. Are you with me? There is no faith which is of the heart if you're looking in the natural. Because there's two kinds of faith. There's faith that is from the head, from the physical. Thomas said, unless I can see his hands, I will not believe. Thomas' faith is of the physical, the five physical senses. He wants to see before he believes it. But faith that is of the heart, Joshua and Caleb said, we are more than able, despite the giants that are there, we have a God on our side, and God has promised us that he has given us this land. Only we need to go and take it. And as you go, Joshua and Caleb, as we go, God will back us up. That is faith. Praise the Lord. You need to have understanding that if you're looking in the natural, you're not going to, you know, uh, you know James says that a double-minded person cannot receive anything from God. And what James is saying is, when you're double-minded, it means, it means, you know, how many of us, you know, will look in the, at the situation and say, oh, no, man, I, I ain't going to happen. 
And then you go and you pray and say, yeah, it's going to happen. And then you go and say, oh, no, no, it's not going to happen. Double-minded, tossing to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine. It ain't going to happen. Are you with me? So you, you need, your faith needs to be strong. And that is why the components are so important. When you hear from God, you need to say it and say it. Speak to your mountains and they move. When you look at the situation in the natural and your emotions are getting the better of you, your senses are overwhelming you and, and telling you it's not going to happen. Then you begin to speak the word, the promise that over that situation. In the name of Jesus, I have, I have a promise from God. God has promised me that this is it, this is it, this is it. And you begin to speak. You'll be amazed how much strength you, you, you will gain. Strength in the sense that how much your faith will be built up. And then you keep going. Amen. And then you keep going. Joshua and Caleb. You know, let me just show you something here. In, um, in, verse, in chapter 14, verse 11. Then the Lord said to Moses, how long will these people reject me? We don't, you know, if somebody says you reject God, you say no. But God asked Moses, how long will these people reject me? What did they do to reject God? Because they were not prepared to walk and possess that land. And the fact that they are not prepared to hear or to follow God's instruction they are rejecting God. That's what the Bible is saying. Are you with me? So the promise of God that he has given to you, if you are not prepared to follow it up, it means you are rejecting him. If you can't walk by faith, if you don't walk by faith, it means you are rejecting God. It takes faith to, uh, to, 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 to become part of God's family, and it takes faith to live with him. Without faith, it is impossible to please him. And without faith, it's a rejection. You, you've just rejected God. Let me just show you another one. Um, verse 23, it says, They certainly shall not see the land of which I sworn to their fathers, nor shall, they, nor shall any of those who reject me see it. Reject me. The Lord mentioned it twice there. They rejected God because they were not prepared to follow God's instruction. What's God's instruction? His instruction is, I've given you this, Israel, this land, you the Israelites, I've given you this land. Go and possess it. And if they're not prepared to go and possess it, God said, well, you've rejected me. Because I can't do anything with you. See, if, if we're talking about faith and we're not prepared to understand it, 
and walk by it. How are we going to please God? And God is saying we are rejecting him by not wanting to act on his word. So give yourself fine time. No, don't, don't even find time. Make time and study. Make time and study. This is, this is, you see, Christianity, you growing up spiritually is studying the word of God, feeding your, yourself with the word of God. Spiritually, you, the only way you grow is by feeding yourself with the word of God. Nobody can pray for you for you to grow. You know, that baby walking up and down here, the only way that baby one day is going to grow or one day is going to get to six years of age and start school, mom has to feed, mom has to feed, mom has to feed. Eh? Mom has to feed him. So please, as our faith is being tested from time to time, we need to be conscious that we should walk in a way that we do not reject our Father. Amen? Walking by faith, there will be battles that you have to fight. There will be situations that you have to overcome. But whichever way it comes to you, you need to understand that your, your faith is only going to grow as you exercise it. We talked about our muscles that we should exercise. Likewise, our faith. When you have an opportunity to, 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 to step out in faith, when you have an opportunity to stand in faith, understand that it is an opportunity for you to grow in faith. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's an opportunity for you to grow in faith. So start your faith walk with God. You've been saved. We have no doubt about it. But daily, there should be something in your life that you are believing God for. That you are you're actually, not what you want, not, um, not, not what you want, but what you need. There should be something in your life that you need, that you pray about it and say, Lord, I'm expecting you to do this. And as you, God, God gives you a breakthrough in those things, likewise, your faith becomes stronger and stronger, then you are growing. Amen. Thank you for listening. Join us for our weekly Sunday service at 10.30am at 336 Brixton Road. We hope you were blessed.